Hey guys, welcome back to Diamond State Murder Board. We're getting ready for Season 2, but before we start Season 2, we thought we'd give you a little update on the West Memphis 3 case, and we also thought we'd give you a preview as to some of the uh, stories and cases that we're going to cover in Season 2. So the update on the West Memphis 3 case is Damian Nichols has actually filed a lawsuit against the West Memphis uh, Police Department for not uh, complying with his FOIA request, which is Freedom of Information Act for y'all that don't know. And so what he has done is he has asked for uh, several pieces of evidence in the case to be tested. And uh, at first he was told that the uh, that these pieces of evidence had been lost in a fire. And that turned out to not be true. And now the West Memphis Police Department is claiming that they have lost or misplaced these items. And they are not responding to any of his requests for information. So his attorneys have now filed a lawsuit. Now here's a direct quote that Damien Eccles sent us. Ten years ago, I had no choice but to take an Alford plea to get off death row. I needed to fight for my innocence and that and that of Jason and Jesse outside of the prison walls, and that is why I sought to test the evidence in the case to exonerate us and lead to the real killers. Once we made inquiries to the West Memphis police to turn over the evidence in the case for advanced testing, the evidence has somehow now disappeared. We will not give up until we find whatever evidence exists. We find out. We will find out who destroyed the evidence and why the legal authorities lied. We want a hearing to get to the bottom of this. So we're not really sure what the time frame um, for determining if they're going to have a hearing in this case will be. Um, I suspect it'll probably take a while to get this vetted out, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, Andrew, um, this may actually open a door for them to actually sue the state because here's the thing. So in 2011, when they, when they um, pled to the Alford pleas, they were given 10 years probation, technically, by um, the court. And so the 10-year period would have ran from August 19th, 2011, when they were released, to August 19th of 2021. Um, that would be the end of it, which would have been just a few weeks yeah. ago. Now, the pro- here's the thing. The evidence in that case, it's still a murder case. So the evidence should have been maintained up until August 19th, 2021. That would have been proper procedure because technically they're still on probation. What if they have to go back to court? There's all sorts of other things that can happen. And it's still considered a cold case because there hasn't been a true solving. Well, or well, is it different? No, the Alford plea is a no contest plea. So technically, they there is a legal conviction in the case. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's um, you know there's. There's a guilty, there's guilty, you know, either a jury finds you guilty or you plead guilty, or you can plead no contest, or they can, or, or, or an offered plea is a no contest plea where you go into court and say, hey, I didn't do it, but I acknowledge that the state might have enough evidence to bring charges against me. And so um, in this case, as, for, for, as far as the state's concerned, they have a conviction. However, if they lost or destroyed this evidence, which is just outrageous. Yeah. I mean, it's the most famous criminal case maybe in U.S. history. You would think they would have all that evidence under lock and key. And you know, and what the Eccles team wants to do, and I think we talked about this in another update, is they want to do some of this vacuum DNA testing where they can quite literally uh, possibly find touch DNA evidence on clothing. Well, here's the thing. If anybody out there thinks that these guys are guilty at this point, it's insane. Because they are. if, you, if they did this, why would they want scientists to be studying these shirts looking for touch DNA. They obviously had to touch those shirts if they killed these three kids. They would be the only ones that would make sense to want the evidence destroyed if they were any form of guilty. Right. That would only make sense. And so everything they're doing now 
would be absolutely abjectly stupid if they committed this crime. Now, and Andrew, you know this, um, and many of you listening know this, I've written for many years, I don't think they're guilty. I, uh, I was in court for every single thing that's happened in the last 13 or 14 years. So from my perspective, it's just, it's kind of funny how back in 2008, 2009, I was writing about this and I was like, you know, for people who thought they were guilty, I'm like, show me some evidence that they're guilty. Show me some evidence. And they finally get out of prison. They get out of prison and every single shoe that drops always drops in the favor of those guys not being guilty. It never moves the needle towards them ever. Yeah. So uh, we will keep up with this. Obviously, um, we're in constant communication with Lonnie Suri. He um, he runs a firm that represents Damien Eccles here in the state of Arkansas. Lonnie's a really great guy. We're always very happy when he sends us emails and um, comments from Damien Eccles, letting us know what's going on. Um, so we're gonna keep we're gonna stay on top of this. And obviously, we will probably have an update at some point during Season 2 of Diamond State Murder Board. Now, during our new season, we will profile several cases that you've heard about, including the Delphi murders in Indiana, the BTK killings from Wichita. We've actually spoken to people who are connected to those cases. In fact, in the Delphi murders, we're actually going to do a series of interviews with Kelsey German, who is the sister of one of those victims. In the BTK killings, we have actually talked to Dennis Rader's daughter, Carrie Rowson, and so we're hoping to bring her on or at least talk about some of the things that we personally talked to her about when it involves her dad. Uh, we'll also bring you updates, obviously, on West Memphis 3, like we said, and the Rebecca Gould murder case. We've got some hearings coming up in November for that, and William Miller's trial is slated to begin in February, so obviously we will be in the courtroom, and I'm sure our friend Jennifer will be with us. Um, we also plan to cover some other unsolved cases, including um, the mysterious case of Deborah Williamson. We plan to bring you multiple episodes on this case. Uh, it's a 46-year-old cold case out of Lubbock, Texas. We've done a lot of work on that. We're really excited. We've done a lot of interviews. We've done. We've traveled many miles and knocked on a lot of doors and a lot of desolate places, but we're going to bring you that case and every witness or most of the witnesses that are connected to that. Um, we're also going to profile Missy Witt and Jennifer Servo. These are two unsolved cases, one out of Abilene, Texas, and the other one is out of the Fort Smith area in western Arkansas. Uh, very excited to talk to some people who are connected to those cases. Hopefully we can help uh, maybe bring some justice or some closure in, in those cases. Um, <clears throat> we will bring you these cases and many other others. Fall is here, and Season 2 of Diamond State Murder Board is about to begin. Stay tuned.